Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's just me doing it this time. This me, your host, Adam Beebe. Uh, I'm not just your individual host. I'm also linked to a, in a symbiotic mind meld with my co-host, Mr. Barry Johnston. It feels great to call you professor. I love having these conversations. We had a great conversation before we started rolling. It's wonderful to have a professor as a friend. (laughs) <laughs> it is. It's great, man. And it's so well-deserved. And uh, I just love having conversations with you about life stuff and uh, kind of how how you approach things. It's great to have friends in your life that you, you constantly are touching base with. We, we're fortunate to get to do this every week, of course, but um, it's just good, man. And uh, today's conversation will reflect some of that. Well, you know, I can throw something right back at you and say uh, it's great to uh, have a friend that I can call Sensei, because uh, <laughs> you are. And uh, as you know, people, longtime listeners probably will recognize that. But uh, you know, Barry is a uh, an Aikido Sensei. He has a, a dojo that he's he leads and. Uh, um, so that's really cool because, you know, I mean, I don't have any, I don't think I have any other sensei friends. You're, you are, you are the master. It's well, I think what's inter- interesting is that the point you find yourself at a point in life, maybe where like you realize that teaching, giving back by teaching is like kind of the thing that you're supposed to do as a human, you know? Yes. And, um, yes. and it's always nice when you have friends that, have the capacity to do those things and understand those things. And you choose a pursuit in your life that you're like really passionate about. And then Mm -hmm. you try to develop that and keep developing it. And then mentoring other people that, Mm -hmm. that maybe want some of that in their life. And um, art is such a great thing and it doesn't matter whether or not it's a martial art or if it's painting or if it's whatever it's developed, it's constantly, developing and cultivating a part of yourself and your mind and uh, the body and how do you, how you use those things in you know together in unison that it's a lifelong pursuit and um, I just I love it and it's much like this podcast man these stories that we listen to from friends and strangers uh, that mm. become friends it's um, it's just always interesting to get people's perspective in life and how the things that they do uh, with themselves, uh, it kind of shapes the world that we all live in. Yes, it does, Sensei. <laughs> and how are you? <laughs> Fantastic, man. Fant- I'm really enjoying the weather, dude. We finally are below blistering hot, and yep. it kind of it, the the nip in the air is nice. I'm feeling fr- I'm feeling frisky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I feel you there. Um, 
Also, I want to call you. Uh, I think I'm going to start calling you uh, Show Nuff. Show um, Nuff. You yes. know what? Somebody did a mashup between Karate Kid and mm. that movie, and the Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. Yes, the Last Dragon. And it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I have to check that out. But it's yeah, hilarious. I, I always. Who's the master? Show enough. Show enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then it, who's the master? Show enough. Show enough. Yep. Who's the master? Show enough. Shogun of Harlem, man. Um, <laughs> God, that that was a with great. It, oh, so great, man. It was. You know, that's recognized as one of the last of the uh, original ex, uh, black exploitation sure. type films. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, speaking of art and everything, wonderful. Uh, so anyway, to get us back, relatively speaking, on track, um, today's guest, Barry, as you mentioned before, is um, a new friend. He's got some interesting uh, connections to the world and what is beyond. Um, and his name is Lee uh, Walzak, and uh, Lee is a friend of our friend, Dr. Lisa. That's how we made that connection. And he's got some really, really incredible stories about um, his gifts and uh, his abilities. So, Lee, thank you very much for uh, being our guest. Thank you for being here. What's your weird story? Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, so I have a few weird stories, actually, but I'll start off with with one. And I just want to say, too, as kind of like a preface, so um, I actually work as a psychic medium. So some of this quote-unquote weird stuff is kind of a part of my everyday. Uh, right. And, and I'm also very in touch with with my intuition, what I feel like is messages from the other side. So that kind of plays in, I think, to some of some parts of these stories for, mm-hmm. for context. Cool. Um, so, so the first one I'll start with, it's a, it's a bit shorter to tell, but I think it's still interesting. So, um, so there was one time in my earlier 20s, so I'm 30 now, but there, so, you know, maybe like nine years ago or so, uh, where, and when gas prices were a little lower, uh, my, my friends and I were, um, driving around trying to kind of figure out what to do. We were on these kind of like windy back roads and sometimes we would just do that too. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, but just oh, kind yeah. of like, you know, driving around, listening to music, whatever, trying to figure out early twenties thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're, we're kind of driving around and, and everything's fine. You know, no one's like speeding, no one's, you know, doing anything that they're really not supposed to. That's a cause for concern or anything like that. Uh, and again, so, uh, you know, to reiterate, I'm, I'm very in touch, I think, with some of those messages from the other side. But as I'm sitting there, I was in the back. My friend was in the passenger seat. My other friend was driving. Uh, I just got this really strong sensation. And I heard in my head, you need to turn around now. And I was kind of confused. I'm like, well, why? You know, why all of a sudden, you know, do we need to turn around? And even though I was used to communicating with the other side, there's still that kind of analytical part to your brain, the logical part, that's like, well, why, you know, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on? Um, so I think at that point in my life, too, I, I was, I don't want to say less trusting of the messages, but I was exploring what it was like to trust them fully. Sure. Uh, and so I basically said, no, I'm like, no, that's not, you know, I'm not going to be that person that's kind of like, hey, we're all having a good time. Let's turn around because I have a feeling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now it's much more normalized for me to do something like that, but at the time maybe not. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm like, no, I don't, I don't. And it kept coming in, like it, it wouldn't stop. So 
I said, fine. You know, so this is all in my head, too. You know, I'm having this kind of dialogue in my head. And I said, fine, if this is legitimate, give me like an undeniable sign, whatever you choose, I don't care, but an undeniable sign that we need to turn around for whatever reason. And I will say, too, I wasn't fearful with the message, but it felt like there was a sense of urgency. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't do this, something might happen. And it wasn't getting into detail. It wasn't like, you know, putting me into a paralytic state of fear, but it was urgent. So uh, so I said back to that, I'm like, you know, give me some sort of a sign that I just can't deny uh, so that I know, you know, that we're just whatever that we're supposed to turn around. Uh, probably about like a minute later, I was in the back and I was looking out uh, the, the um, uh, why am I <laughs> why am I struggling for this? Uh the, the windshield, you know, the windshields. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm looking out the windshield and I just see there, there was a telephone pole and it was actually nighttime. Uh, but um, there was a telephone pole and right where I could see it outside of the car, there was this, what I can only describe as a ball of light hmm. that I have never seen anything like it before. I was like, what, what is that? And it very quickly moved from the right side of the car and swooped in front of the windshield and then over to the left side. And it was just so, so it wasn't like a reflection of any, like I know what that looks like, you yeah. know? Um, mm-hmm. And of course I'm going over it in my brain too. I'm like, is, is that like a reflection? Like, you know, am I seeing, I don't know, but I can't like explain it. And I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. It, it was a ball of shiny light. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so me being me, though, at the time, I'm still stubborn about it. And I'm like, well, was that my sign? Are we right, supposed right. to turn around? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, I and, and spirit, you know, I call it spirit. Some people might have a different word. But, you know, spirit's probably on the other end going, oh, my God, you just asked for this. You yeah, know? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, well, help me realize that I wasn't just seeing things then, you know, like, let me know. Uh, you know, and, and I joke about this. I don't think spirits actually like over there rolling their eyes or anything. I think they work with us, but you know, I, I kind of joke like they're probably over there rolling their eyes, like, come on. Uh, but I'm like, just let me know, you know, that I'm not seeing any, I don't know. Maybe it was a reflection of my glasses, even though I knew somewhere it wasn't. And not two seconds later, my friend who's in the driver's seat goes, uh, did anyone just see that? And I'm like, see what? Cause I didn't want to kind of influence what he had to say, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, see, see what? Uh, Cause I don't know. Maybe he was talking about like an animal crossing the road that I missed. He's all kind of like, I don't know, like flabbergasted, I guess. And he's like, I don't know, man, there was like a ball of light that just went from, you know, one side of the road over in front of the windshields to, to the left side. And I'm like, so you saw that too. And he's like, yeah, what was that? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like that. And he's like, no, dude, I've never, I've never seen anything like that. What was that? Um, so at that point I was like, all right, well, I I think that's my sign that, you know, we need to turn around. So, um, so we did end up turning around. Um, I, I, you know, everyone was safe. Everything was fine. I never actually looked up to see like if there were any accidents in the area or anything like that. I didn't really want to know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting that two of us had the same experience right after I'm having this conversation in my head and there's this overwhelming sensation of you need mm-hmm. to turn around. Yeah. Um, 
Now, can I, is there any evidence or factual things? Can I say like, oh, we would have gotten injured if we continued along the path? No, of course not. But I, I think the, you know, I always say I don't believe in any coincidence. So I yeah. think the fact, you know, that I'm asking for all these things, I have this sensation. And then it was very visual, it, you know, not yeah. something I think that you experience in your everyday life. And both of us could not figure out what in the world it was. I was like, I have no idea. I've never seen that. It was like ball lightning, but it wasn't, right. it wasn't lightning. It wasn't storming out. It was a nice summer night, you know? So, um, so yeah, that one's a little wow. shorter to tell, but that was, that was my first one. Interesting. Yeah. 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 That I, now did you, I was going to ask if anybody else had seen it, but did he see it at the same time that you did, or did he yeah. see a, another ball like in his, no, it, it was the same time. Okay. Yeah, it was because I asked him actually. Okay. Uh, good point. But I was like, you know, did you know when did you see it? Whatever I said, and he was like, just like a second ago, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we we did see the same thing. Yeah. It, uh, it it's it, it does sound like ball lightning, um, right. which right. can be um, when there's not it's not usually during a storm or anything like that. But because, I mean, ball lightning is one of the biggest mystery, mysteries. We don't really know right, a whole hell right. of a lot about ball lightning, but it sounds like it from that movement, which is not to say that that wasn't right. your your the, the signal that you were being given. Um, but but yeah, like that, that's the first thing I thought of is, you know, as the way you described it. But like I said, that doesn't mean it's not what you were asking for and what you received. Right. Yeah. Ye ask, ye shall receive. Yeah. Ball yeah. lightning. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think, I think that's a part of it too. Like, could it have been ball lightning? Sure. But in, I guess in my truth and, and everything that I've experienced, you know, as, as a medium and, and all this stuff that just I cannot explain away in any way, shape right. or form, I think it lined up in the exact way that it was supposed to. You know, that's yeah. that's my belief. That's yeah. my kind of truth in the matter. But, um, you know, it, it lined up so perfectly, I think, too, to, to everything that was going on at the time, the feeling, the overwhelming sense of like turn back. Um, yeah. And again, no real reason that I should have felt that way, right? You know, like everything was relaxed, everything, you know, we were, and out of nowhere, it was this, you know, you need to go back. Yeah. Um, you just need to turn around. So I think, too, part of the magic in that was the way that it really did kind of line up. Um, sure. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Maybe it was a chance for you to just start tapping into that. Yeah. That, right. That voice right. Or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just don't question things. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Sure. Wow. So, okay. I have to ask. Yeah. When, like, have you known you're sort of a medium this your whole life, or when was that a thing? Uh, no, that came when I was in my earlier 20s, actually, yeah. Uh, I think growing up, I always realized that there was something kind of different about the way that I interacted with the world. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's the best way I can put it. I could never really put my, my finger on it or like pinpoint like, yes, this is what it is. Uh, but it just, you know, very just different than what I saw some other people, you know, in, in their experience. Um, now I realize, you know, it's uh, because, you know, I'm very sensitive to energy and, and very empathic and very sensitive. And that's why I can, you know, do what I do as a medium. But uh, it was actually in my earlier 20s when I had this experience, which I could tell that experience too, I guess, to to someone who's not a medium, it might be strange. But um, this this experience of, it was just undeniable that mm -hmm. I was communicating with something else. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
so yeah, if that answers your, yeah. your question. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm always fascinated because you hear people, you know, uh, we've had a couple of mediums on and, uh, always, always interested to hear how they sort of come to know this. I mean, is there, yeah. is there people in your family that have that ability? Is it genetic or? Uh, my mom is, I, I don't know if she would identify that way if you were to mm-hmm. ask her. Right. Um, it, it's not that she sits down with people in the capacity that I do, but, um, growing up, uh, she was, seldom open, but she was open about having sort of like what she called premonitions or, you know, knowing these things that could happen. And then later in life, when I discovered my own mediumship, I actually had a conversation with her at one point where I'm like, I think you're a medium, you know? Uh, And, and she, uh, you know, there there were some experiences that I kind of actually helped lead her through where she was absolutely connecting. So I do think it can be genetic. I I think Mm. other people are just, uh, maybe born that way and it, maybe there's no genetic correlation. Um, but I, I do find that it, it can be genetic too. So I, I think yeah. it's maybe from that side of my family. Sure. Like a genetic thing or something. And then you work to develop the skill yeah. to, to, to become better or, or, you know, yeah. hone the craft as it were. Yeah. Yeah. I think with mediumship, it, it's kind of its own language. So you do have to kind of learn, uh, you know, that sort of language, but I do think there's, you know, if if you have the ability, I do think there's typically I, I don't like to say always to anything, but typically mm-hmm. there's there's an openness to um, to energy. So, you know, being right. maybe very empathic or very sensitive to begin with, whether you're conscious of that or not. Yeah. Sure. I believe that for sure. Yeah. I, I the whole the old uh, well, Adam and I were from the old the old school, but the vibes you can pick up on people's vibes. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that, you know. Like, yeah, very intuitive. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know sure. what to call that, but it's definitely something. Like it's something like in the back of your head that just you get that little alarm bell that says, mm-hmm. "Sure, this person can't be trusted," or yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or yeah. I really like this person, or you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. That's what I would personally refer to as like your intuition. And, right. and you might just have a heightened sense of intuition, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and that stuff happened to me a lot through my life as well, where it was kind of like, I don't know why this person feels a little misaligned, but mm-hmm. I just kind of want to go the opposite way or maybe the, the opposite where, you know, it's like, oh, I really feel very aligned and comfortable with this person, you know, their energy feels like it really resonates. So yeah, yeah I can, I can understand that yeah. for sure. Yeah. It does seem you, as you mentioned, um, that it's your, your senses, your, your abilities are, you know, you have to discover your own language with it. You have to find your way, how to it's communicating to you. And it does seem that it is a, I mean, a very, obviously it, it's a very personal thing and that everybody has their own way of developing uh, their, their talents and their gifts. And it does seem, you know, I mean, some people, you know, they know it when they're little and other people yeah. come into it later in life, like you and your mother. Um, sure. Although you were so young when, when really all things considered sure. uh, and still are really all things. Considered. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it does seem like there's that, there is that kind of a family link to yeah. it, but because um, of what we, a lot of the people that we've we've talked to and discovered, have there's a a 
seemingly bigger for uh, connection to a, as, a, as a, a family link rather than an individual thing, which doesn't mean that an individual can't spontaneously have these kinds of gifts or even perhaps train themselves. I don't know about that, you know, if, but if, I guess if you, as you're saying, if you open yourself enough and up and you start to find a way to, you know, allow these things to happen, then maybe you can, you know, incorporate that and flex and you develop a talent. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything you said is true. Yeah. There, there can be like a, a genetic link and, and some people kind of come in more that way. But I do think the opposite is true too, where, you know, someone might just have a spontaneous kind mm-hmm. of awakening to this sort of thing. Right. Where they're like, what is, what's happened? And maybe that wasn't ever their focus in life. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, Cause I've seen that happen as well, for sure. So it sounds, ways, yeah. it sounds kind of like, um, when I was a, a, a preteen and I was just waiting for, uh, I was a big fan of the X-Men and I was just waiting for my mutant uh, ability to manifest with, with puberty. But of course, you're still waiting. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Yes, because I certainly am not any kind of, uh, you know, I'm empathic, but I'm not an empath. You know, I mean, I, 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 I uh, I'm sensitive in the, uh, uh, but not into energies or to the beyond the veil kind of thing i'm just a, yeah. a, i'm just a softy but <laughs> but that's what it's it's always like i always want to say like you know to when did your mutant power manifest but you know i mean obviously that's not it's kind of a joke but not really a joke you know it's like when did these things manifest and and you said that well i guess what's your story with that because you're kind of alluded to it earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I guess the defining moment for me was um, I had been out with some friends. Uh, it was like a weekend um, on on one specific night, and one of my other friends started talking about how she felt she could communicate with spirits and mm-hmm. and all that. And I was always very open to this stuff and even kind of drawn to it, even though I, I didn't connect that I could do it. Um, so when she started talking about that, I'm like, yeah, that just makes sense. You know, like, of course. Um, and, uh, so I think something about that event sort of triggered something in me or initiated something in mm-hmm. me in some way. Uh, cause the next day I, uh, I was actually trying to like take a nap. I had, we had been out like, you know, uh, pretty much all night or something, you know, again, early twenties, but, right. um, the night before and I'm just trying to take a nap and I just get this. The only way I can describe it is I get this overwhelming sensation that one of my other friends who had been out with us the night before, not the one who connects with spirits, but a different one, uh, that her uncle was trying to come through to me and get my attention. And of course, there was a part of my my analytical self that was like, what? You know, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm just going to I'm going to continue to nap. Um, and much like in the first story. And, and this is always a signal for me as well when it, it comes back and it won't let up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my indications that spirit's trying to communicate. So mm-hmm. it just wouldn't let up. It, it was like, no, 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 this is real, you know, whatever. And of course I'm arguing and I'm like, no, this is crazy. Like, I just want to sleep. Please, you know, <laughs> just serious. Yeah. Um, and it, I just explain it like every cell in my body was just like, just text her communicate with her just do it and i don't know what it was i i well i do i I think it was a it was a push from spirit a little bit where you know you're 
your own soul or your higher self kind of takes over for a second. And I just picked up the phone and I'm like, fine, you know, like, so I, I did, I text her and I kind of laugh about it. Cause I'm like, this is going to sound crazy. And, uh, you know, and I had been her friend for a while. We had never broached any of these topics or, or anything like that. Um, so I was texting her and, and I was saying some things that I just felt like I was seeing in my head and some of it was resonating. Some of it was, kind of to be transparent you know kind of she wasn't connecting it mm-hmm. and then i kept hearing call her call her now so i'm like all right so i'm like she's gonna think you know i'm probably out of my mind but let me like are you available and she's like well i'm headed into work but i have a minute so you know yeah give me a call so i called her and that was when it was just kind of undeniable uh, i realized in retrospect that her uncle was trying to bring her grandmother through who had more recently passed. Oh, wow. I will say I didn't know her grandmother had passed. I had never met her. I didn't know mm. anything about her. We had never spoken about her. I know that the only thing I knew was that she was very sad that she was gone. Um, so never met the woman, nothing like that. And uh, so what happened was on the, obviously, you know, I'm on the phone and I just felt like a flood of information, which is kind of, coming over me and I started saying things, really specific things, um, you know, about like who was in the hospital room when the grandmother died, who was waiting outside because they were really uncomfortable and didn't want to go in and, you know, what the grandfather who was still living does every morning and the picture, you know, and he talks to it while he's having his coffee and all things that I didn't know. And then what happened was that I think the defining, real defining moment for me was I couldn't see her at the time because we were on the phone. We weren't like Skyping or anything like that. Um, And I saw her grandmother doing things. So I would do like physical things and I would describe it to her. And I remember one of the things I was like, I feel like your grandmother's like kind of like cupping your chin or something. Like, I don't understand why. And she just burst out crying. And she's like, I'm literally doing that now in memory of her because she always did that, you know. Um, There were different things like that that I was like, there's my logical brain did want to explain it away, of course. But there was there was no logical way I could explain anything about what I knew. Um, And I just realized that it was coming from somewhere. It wasn't from me. It was it was from her grandmother on the other side. So. Uh, so that was, yeah. Intense, <laughs> yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's the thing with the, uh, the logical brain. Um, you know, it's, it's, it has, it's great for some things for a lot of things I should say, sure. but also, you know, it, it, Sometimes we'll fight that gut feeling. It'll fight that intuition as you know, I mean, for, you know, lack of better word, really. Yeah. Uh, And it'll tell you, you know, it'll, it'll want to, I think it's part of being human is that we want to explain things a way that we don't understand so that we are comfortable with the fact that we don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and I tell people too, my analytical brain still, even after, you know, like almost 10 years, I think of doing this now still tries to get in there and, and be like, are you sure about that? You know, like, but even after, I mean, you know, bringing through what I call like validation and evidence in, in readings, things that I couldn't possibly be aware of, you know, time and time again, there's still a part of, of my brain that, you know, does that. And I think, I've just come to realize that we're just all human and that's a part of our human experience mm-hmm. is, is yeah. to, and, and sometimes it comes from our conditioning and our patterning mm-hmm. and it's not right or wrong. It just is. Um, and sometimes it is about unlearning that a little bit, yeah, but, right. um, but I definitely think that part, 
never really goes away because like you said, Adam, we, we do need it for certain things, you know, so uh, to dissolve it completely wouldn't really make sense. But yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of really trusting that gut instinct or that intuition. That's really where where really interesting, fascinating, yeah, awesome things start to happen. Yeah, especially when we we're we live this normal life and we have to pay our bills and we have to do these things that are you know that a responsible human in in twenty twenty two has to do. Yeah. But then when you're talking about the creative side of things or the intuitive side of things, mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing. You know, Adam and I are both creative people and. It's so difficult to balance that, you know, real world. Here's my creative side. You know, you got you got to you got to set aside time to be creative so that you can immerse yourself in that. But you can't immerse yourself into that 100 percent or else the lights don't come on, unfortunately, (laughs) you you know, I'm sure it's the same thing in your in your in your headspace where it's like. You got to develop that skill, and in order to develop that skill, you got to get into that mindset and allow allow your thoughts to just be what they are, and not yeah yeah not you know confine the or you know you know to, to try to put them into a box or whatever you know that absolutely must, yeah it must yeah. be hard. <laughs> it's interesting for yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, what what I've realized on my journey too, you know, I do consider myself an empath, and in in my perspective, I think all mediums are empaths, not all empaths are mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to communicate and feel what the soul has to tell us, you need to be able to have that empath ability. Uh, so being an empath, I, I do realize, especially later, even, you know, as I continue to grow and evolve that the, the world's really isn't made for people who, who are very empathic. You know, it, it's, it's, um, it can be challenging as True. an empath, someone who feels things very deeply, uh, you know, um, who, who just has this like internal knowing that there is so much more beyond this, who's, you know, very connected maybe to like nature and animals and, and all these things that kind of could possibly constitute an empath. The world necessarily isn't always created in that way. So it can be, mm-hmm. you know, to cater to that, you know, because yeah. we hear things like, don't be, so, especially if you're a guy, you know, like not that women don't get it in their, their yeah. own way, yeah. uh, but like as a guy, like man up and stop being so sensitive yeah. and right. yeah. there's much yeah, less yeah, of yeah. an allowance there, you know, um, you'll never make it in the world if you're, you're sensitive. And so it's kind of my belief that empaths are, are here to kind of change that or even anyone sure. who's who's very intuitive to kind of lead by example and, and change mm-hmm. that narrative a yeah. little bit which sure. like no it's actually okay to be in touch with with this other side of us but yeah to your point though i, I think it can be a, a tremendous balancing act at yeah. some you know making sure that you're grounded and centered and that you're you're in the the physical kind of experience of things, but that you're also balancing that with with the spiritual, intuitive sure. kind of realm of things too. Right. Sure. I I think that um, that I think that by nature we are empathic, um, as and I think that's one of our the, the, those things that is probably even pre-language that our, our species had, you know, where we understood and we could kind of feel 
you know, and then as time comes on and we add, you know, we have culture and all of the different cultures and, and, and all, you know, uh, social structures and all of this and yeah. where we get these ideas where men can't have emotions and men can't have feelings. And that's particularly um, – stop it. Sorry, I've got my cat over here. <laughs> I'm waving my hand. She's pawing at it. Yeah. Um, but as as you know, men men have to be strong, and they can't show any emotion, you know, because that's how warriors are. You don't want that, you know. But that's that takes so much away from life by experiencing yeah. openly experiencing emotions, yeah. and you know, like, and not just emotions, but being able to feel the and empathize and with not just sympathize but empathize with a human another person yeah and i think if we were able and cultivated that more back into our culture a sense of empathy rather than the we've really de- developed a big sense of apathy yeah. and i know this is different meanings uh but this is just conversation that happens but like we've we've there's we cultivated a sense of apathy that is really like just so harmful to individuals with like toxic masculinity, but also for us collectively as a species, because we, that apathy will continue, you know, putting up forces and other isms and tribalism and all of that stuff, you know, and it lets us not connect on a deeper level to understand that we're all the same. We're all one giant, family one yeah all that peace happy all that (laughs) hippy dippy bullshit that i just dove into but it's the truth well it's yeah it's it's a (laughs) it's a different um this is a modern uh conundrum you know because you know it's it's only been uh, i'd say the last 30 years 40 40 years 30 years where we've actually you know, modern man has sort of like become this different thing, you know? And so, yeah, we're trying to find our own place for sure. It's weird. Cause it's like, you know, as much as we learn about ourselves, it's like we take steps back in other areas, you know, and then we got to relearn those things about ourselves and yep. psychic ability or yep. telepathy or those things were, were, they're in there somewhere. If we can access those things, then they can, they could, I think they could better, certainly better our, our understanding at least of kind of where we come from, what it's all about, what happens to the self after you leave this plane or whatever you want to call it. Um, but we, we still have the old, you know, sort of lizard brain that controls a lot of that, you know, a lot of the emotions and a lot of those things. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I agree with with all of that, and I think, yeah, we we have become a bit more disconnected from from our spirit kind of soul True. selves, and mm-hmm. I think that is creating a lot of uh, the chaos that that we see in in the world. Um, I, I do think if if we were to tap more into that, there would be a lot more peace and a lot more, um, you know. Not that there wouldn't be challenges, but just a lot more peace and a lot more understanding, kind yeah. of like you you were yeah. talking about. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. interesting to think yeah. about. I yeah. think I think we have to keep communicating. We have to keep doing these things. You know, even when we had COVID and we weren't allowed to get together and those things, mm. we still did this podcast, and it was it was 
a great exercise in keeping human connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though we're doing it this way, um, I, I would love if we could all get into a room together and really feel you know, each other's presence, but this is, this is what we got to do. You know, this is what we had to do for a couple of years. And, uh, but it was important to keep that line of communication, not close yourself off to the world because we are a pack animal. We need interaction. You know, I need to be able to speak to you, see how you're taking what the information that I'm giving you and processing it. Cause I can see that in your eyes. I can see that the way your demeanor is, you know, all those things. And when you lose that, ability to be you know socially active it's i see it with some of the young kids and not to go down that rabbit hole but sometimes these kids have a hard time communicating with people being socially aware you know because yeah. um, all they do is spend time in their room playing their video games you know but yeah. uh you know that's a it's whole old, other mess of mess of that's that's uh, old, that's old man Barry coming out. Yeah. But it's true, man. I mean, I raised three kids in it, man. I, I mean, know, I, I see it from the ground level, dude. Like, there are so many kids that are losing the ability to communicate, let alone like verbally, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, let alone te- you know with telepathy and, uh, and and bringing spirituality into the mix. You know, it's like that. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that we're we're gonna lose that. We're going to lose, you know, that ability to, to, you know, even though I'm not a spiritual person, or I always say a religious person, I'm a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, I don't agree with standard religion practices for the most part, um, but I do believe that there's something greater than myself that is important to keep, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, no, I, I agree with, with everything you said. I, I think... That, that's why it is important, though, that, you know, um, like what you guys are doing, you know, kind of, um, uh, you know, allowing that space and that opportunity for people to talk about this kind of stuff or, or to communicate this kind of stuff or, you know, what other people, you know, in, in my own communities are doing, whether, you know, you, you actually had a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Lisa Thompson. Oh, and, OK. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, all right. I yeah. think Adam said that and I totally forgot. OK. Oh, great. Yeah. She, she was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah love I love Dr. her. Lisa. Um, She's cool. You know, and, and like what she's doing, and I think everyone, everyone plays their own kind of part, and everyone, you know, uh, and everyone gets to, gets back to themselves, you know, in, in in some way or the other, whether it's through maybe like religion or, or spirituality or, or something more along the lines of like what Dr. Lisa Thompson does or yeah. whatever it is. But I think that's why it's important that we do have all these avenues and that there's an open conversation about yeah. mm-hmm. this stuff uh, and. And that we release some of that fear, too, of like, oh, if I say this, people are going to yep. think I'm crazy. Well, so what? You know, exactly. then maybe they're not your people. Um, right. You know, uh, and and I, I did listen to some of the podcast episodes before. And in the beginning, you know, I, I know one of you on there is narrating saying that, you know, we, we have most of us have these stories that we're, we're maybe too scared to say. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing of it. Most of us do have these stories yeah. and no one's talking about it. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. say no one's talking about it, but some people understandably are, are fearful to talk about it. Absolutely. And that's, I think, what we have to shift. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's one of our main goals here is to do is to share those types of stories uh, that people so they give them, the, like you said, the platform to share these experiences. And, it, you know, and it may not be that someone has a their their, you know, quote unquote, weird story. 
because um, I mean, when we started out, we were a little bit more narrow and focused, but we've really just opened up to where it's like we just want to hear people's stories, their life stories, you know, what's happened and experiences that has happened to him, them, um, him or her, uh, but or them. Uh, but we want to hear those kinds of things and we want to interact with our guests and have the conversations and let the conversation go but it's the main kernel of it is do we you know i've had some weird experiences and i've told some people and some people you know think it's they're awesome and some people think i'm you know a little bit crazy or whatever or weird which i've never turned away from and, <laughs> i mean and and barry's got had some experiences and he had some stuff that you know i've known him all my life yeah. and didn't find these out until we started doing this you know, and it's not like, you know, I mean, we don't really necessarily hide anything from each other. I, you know, we've been best friends forever. It's just that it was a weird thing that he just, you know, even even having the comfortability to share it with somebody who may be OK with it. It's there's a lot of hesitation. Yeah. There's a lot of shame speculation you know yeah um there's a lot of anxiety around it because you don't know how someone's going to react but yeah. of course the main way to react to accept to if somebody reacts in any way is say who cares this is your truth this is your experience this is what happened to you and you know you're free to tell it to whoever you want and and should share these experiences uh, on either you know in person or here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast, <laughs> um, you know I mean, and, and that's what it's all about because that's one of the things that we can do to continue to have interpersonal relationships, be able to speak to each other, and be able to you know connect and maybe. By someone listening to this, they'll be like, oh, oh, that little nagging thing that I hear in the back of my head, you know, maybe that is my intuition. Maybe that is something more that I can tap into. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, it's just, you know, we love That's it. It's yeah. just, we want everybody to feel comfortable and we want everybody to realize that everybody's got a weird story. Everybody's got a strange experience. You may not think it is, but it is to someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I will say, too, I, I completely understand the fear part of it because I laugh about it now, but I was doing mediumship readings almost under the table in a way where I was like, yeah, that's great that this really resonated. But how about you don't tell anyone? Uh, right. Because there were there were people in my life that I was very afraid would look at me very differently or be like, uh, you know, have you completely lost it? Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, it took years, actually, for me to tell some people in my life, like, hey, listen. So I think everyone has to process through that on their own terms. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, I think to, to what you said, too, things like this do help. It gives people a bit of, you know, you hold space for, for other people and it gives them a bit of a opening where it's like, oh, all right, well, you know, if this person's talking about it and I've had similar experience, maybe that opens them up just enough uh, that they need to be opened up in that moment, right. you know, to to get on the, the processing kind of um, journey. So, sure. so, yeah, sure. Lee. This has been uh, these great stories. This has been a fantastic talk, and um, we're going to have to have you back on to share some more stories. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we didn't even touch it, the surface. We didn't even yeah, scratch yeah. the surface. 
and yeah. and we'll definitely keep in touch and and make sure that happens again because you know i mean just uh, we want to hear more we know that our uh, weirdsville will want to hear more as well and we and we've got a sneaking suspicion that you've more to share so <laughs> i do i have a lot more actually yeah so uh so i'd love that for sure yeah awesome fantastic well thanks again for joining us and uh we hope to see you again soon in the near future yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, do you have anything to plug? Do you have any, mm, any, yes. any websites or information that you want that to get out there for folks? Yeah, uh, website's in progress, so I'm telling everyone just please stay. I, I'm a little late on the website. but um, So right now you can reach me at Facebook. I'm under Psychic Medium, Lee Walzak, or Facebook.com slash Lee the Medium. You can also email me right now. It's just Lee Walzak Vitality uh, at gmail.com. And, and spell that out. Yeah, uh, so it's W A. So first name L E E, and then last name W A L C, as in cat, Z as in zebra, A K. Hey, that's a nice T-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story T-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors that's some really powerful stuff um some amazing stories and uh as i mentioned before uh in our during our conversation with lee that uh where i you know in my teen years i was just you know spent many a night just waiting for my mutant powers uh to manifest and uh i still am i still am (laughs) so Oh, you've got more than most, I believe. I think that, you know, I just, one day, um, <laughs> one day I will be an X-Man. <sighs> yeah. That's and, a you, dream. you know, uh, I think kind of what's interesting about this conversation is that he, uh, he's another like turnaround story, like, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, spirit trying to get in, you know, in touch with him to tell him to redirect himself. Mm-hmm. While driving, which we've had, you know, a few of those, and that's just so weird. And yes, uh, and the orb, and the uh, orb, yeah. You know, I mean, it it sounds very much like ball lightning. It seems like it kind of behaved like ball lightning. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, we weren't there, so we don't know. But Lee's very much convinced that it was more than um, just ball lightning. Yeah. You know, so who's to say? Because, you know, not all orbs that people see are ball lightning. Right. Um, But, you know, 
I'm sure know, I'm sure an orb can create ball lightning. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's you know, and the universe uh, works. I mean, in various mysterious ways, ball lightning is a phenomenon we don't really understand. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Look at me. I'm a phenomenon. No one understands. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and that's what uh, that was when Barry was a was a pro wrestler. That was his tagline: the phenomenon <laughs> that no one understands. Um, that's a great but, idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, if we, hey man, if we've had any friends out there uh, who are listening who've been in pro wrestling, Gary Tool, uh, come on, man, come I on, know, Gary. dude, I know that's ex- Coach Tool needs yep. explicitly. But uh, anybody else out there, if you if you've gotten into, if you've been a pro wrestler, yeah, um, yeah, we want to hear some of those stories for sure. Are awesome. Oh, wonderful. Um, but yeah, but Lee's abilities are, are just really. Uh, really phenomenal. I mean, yeah. they're really, you know, uh, it's like so many people who have these kind of gifts. They're all, you know, they manifest in different ways. They are, they're, you know, the, his, the way he connects with the beyond yeah. is different than other people, but similar in many ways as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that he was, so right on with his friend and telling him her about her, his, uh, her grandmother and yep. the things is just, you know, I mean, just, just really spectacular. Yeah, man. And, you know, just, just a super, super nice guy. Lee yeah, was definitely. Um, so, you know, get a hold of him if, uh, you are so inclined. Um, and you know, he, he gave us his email there, uh, or check him out on Facebook. Um, but super nice guy, and we thank Lee for being on, and Dr. Lisa, our mutual friend, for uh, putting us together. Absolutely. And again, I don't know if that is really a uh, thing that I would necessarily want. I don't think I would want that ability to mm. be able to communicate with things, because I want to shut my brain off at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I always love listening to those stories, and uh, and uh, yeah, Lee was awesome. Thanks again, Lee. All right. Well... Once again, that brings us to uh, relatively uh, the end of another fantastic episode here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. We want to thank everybody again as we're going into our fifth year for all the support and um, all the listenings and uh, give us some reviews and ratings. you know, that'll help us out. You can give us reviews on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and, or you can and rate us there as well. Give us all the high marks. And Spotify, now you can do ratings on, on podcast. Show us some love. It helps. Giving ratings and reviews really helps podcasts get noticed. The more that we get, the more we're kind of pushed um, on charts and so that the more people that will be um, listening to the show and joining us here every week in Weirdsville and uh, sharing their wonderful weird stories, their amazing stories, their fantastic stories, their funny stories, their uh, I, I survived stories, their I almost got caught stories, um, their weird job stories, all the great stories. Every here. single one of them. That's right. And all true 100% true i actually always whenever i tell somebody a story i'm like this is 99% true because 
you can't really rely on your memory to be a hundred memory to be a <laughs> true memory. Yeah. I don't know. Did I say remembery? You were, um, yeah, but I know what I, you meant. I know what you meant. You can't always rely on your memory to be a hundred percent true. You know, hundred percent solid. You'll miss something. Yeah. You'll add something, but you know, Hey, 99% uh, based on a true story. Um, Some days 95 yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna dig around. We're not for gonna sure. Up, but yeah. Um, so any anyway, join us every week here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Send us an email at wywspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, shoot us a message if you want to join us here on the show. Call us and leave us a recorded phone message on the hotline which is 513-909-9821 and uh, set up an appointment to join us and have a chat or just leave a message, leave your story uh, as a message there on the, on the hotline. It's a, you could leave a three minute long message and you can leave as many messages as you like. It's what's kept us going here going into five years. It's, it's you weirdsville. It's all of you. It's you and your friends and your family and all the support. And uh, we cannot tell you and express how much we appreciate you and how much we love you and what you all mean to us. I will second that. All right. Well, we're getting long-winded again, as we tend to do. So let's wrap it up. And we will see you next week with Lisa and more weird, cool stories. Until then. Dear friends, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.